You are now listening to the smooth, mellifluous sounds of Red's Room Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to episode number 19 of the Red's Room Podcast. I'm your host, Red. And I am your co-host, Jake. And today we are talking about Die Glock or the Nazi Bell. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, as always, our references are in the episode description, so feel free to check them and see all the material we ripped off for this. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about one of the older ones, and you were like, check them out. If not, I'm going to throw in one random lie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to make some shit up here yeah. on the fly. Yeah. Uh, no, guys, we try to give you all of the the made-up facts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we... we try our best to uh give you the facts and the conspiracies and the in-between so yeah this is definitely a perfect one that falls under that umbrella perfectly the nazi bill yeah pretty cool so we like to dive right in enough of the bull crap jake let's get into this (laughs) do it so die glock or the nazi bell was a purported top secret scientific technological device secret weapon or wonderwaff Developed in the 1940s in Nazi Germany. Where else would it be? Yeah. First described by Polish journalist and author Igor Watowski in Prada o Wonderwaff. It was, that's his book. In 2000, it came out. Um, it mm. was later popularized by military journalist and author Nick Cook, who associated it with Nazi occultism, anti-gravity, and free energy suppression research. Mainstream reviewers have criticized claims about Diglock as being pseudoscientific, recycled rumors, and a hoax. Diglock and other alleged Nazi miracle weapons have been dramatized in video games, television shows, and novels. Jake, didn't, didn't you see it in a video game, Jake? Yeah, Call of Duty World at War. There's probably a lot of you guys that have played shout it. Shout out. Yeah, shout it out. They, uh, there's literally a wonder gun in that game called the Wonder Waff. And the map, one of the maps in that game is called Doris, so you can already see the parallels. But it is, like you say, dra- uh, dramatized, fantasized, and there is no real way to know if it's real or not, but there is some conflicting but also interesting evidence i would say i i don't think it's that big of a stretch of the imagination Mm -hmm. to think that the nazis were developing super weapons or trying to make them there's mm -hmm. there's not a big jump there but what they were doing that's where it's it's kind of hard to know exactly what they were working on Mm -hmm. it seems like too we'll get on to it most people that had knowledge of this shit is dead too like there's no... Yeah, they gas-chambered like, them all. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately in, so. Yeah, they went down to Argentina, yeah. allegedly. Dude, there might be some people in the know in Argentina. who. Yeah, they got the Nazi bill down there, <laughs> and they just use it for really mundane stuff. <laughs> yeah, just to power their They're town. just moving cattle with mm-hmm. it. All right, anyways, enough, enough of that malarkey. Okay, I'm going to read a little more of this. So, Witowski wrote that he first discovered the existence of Diglock by reading transcripts from an interrogation of former Nazi SS officer Jakob 
Sporenberg. Bad dude from what I know. Dude, that's how your name should have been spelled. <laughs> Jacob. The K. I feel like you, you pronounce that J a yay. I don't I don't know. Jacob. 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 <laughs> no, I feel like it's Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, it sounds harder. We're gonna change your name. It's gonna be like that. So uh anyways, so Jacob Spornberg, who supposedly confessed to ordering the murder of about 60 persons who had knowledge of the secretive project. I'm going to say that's kind of low numbers from a Nazi, but that's still, still, hey, still it, terrible. The only thing, though, that does make sense to that is there probably wasn't very many people in the know of this project. If it was, True. 60 people to me sounds about right. Yeah, he murdered almost everyone that knew about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, according to Witowski, he was shown the allegedly classified transcripts in August 1997 by an unarmed Polish intelligence contact who said he had access to Polish government documents regarding Nazi secret weapons. Witowski maintains that he was only allowed to transcribe the documents and was not allowed to make any copies. So this is the part of this whole topic that... It's kind of up in discussion. It all right. relies on an anonymous Polish asset. And if you listen to Igor talk with Kowski, he sounds like a genuine guy. Yeah. But there's no knowing. They got an interview with him on a podcast that we like, Astonishing Legends, that mm-hmm. talked about this. And you can hear Witowski. And he sounds like he... He sounds like a legit He dude. sounds legit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I'd be interested to see, I know he is still working on it. I'd be interested to see over the years of what else he uncovers and comes out with about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, um, it, uh, gives some more credence, gives some evidence to this. Yeah. Cause that is the part that really sucks is I want to believe the guy, but it, the asset is remaining anonymous, which I don't blame yeah. the guy to this be, crazy to be fair. Uh, to be fair, we learned about Operation Paperclip mm-hmm. from like one note found in a bathroom in a toilet. Yeah. So to be fair, uh, great things can come from a really thin source, right? Very true. Uh, so, um, but yeah, we remain skeptical but interested. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna read a little more of this. So uh, Kurt Debus, Warner von Braun, and Walther. Gerlock, go with that. Um, were also allegedly implicated in Die Glock research. Um, I don't know those other two names, but Werner von Braun. That's is, a bad dude, right there. Yeah, uh, the head of NASA after Operation Paperclip. Um, yeah, the United States gets yeah. him. He check back to our Paperclip episode mm-hmm. for all those details. You, you got to listen to that one. That's um, a must listen. Help develop the V two rocket. But yeah, why wouldn't he be involved in this? Uh, you would assume right? so. He's a top tier Nazi. Yes, and supposedly like an Elon Musk type genius inventing rockets and stuff. That is true. Regardless of how shitty the guy was, there's some pretty disheartening facts about the guy. Regardless of that, he was a very smart dude, and it would make sense that he, like you said, would be in the know how of this supposed Die Glock project yeah. which also i believe that pr- that pr- uh translates directly it means the bell i believe that's what it means i think glock. you are yeah. correct yeah but by glock sounds cool <laughs> yeah it does sound cooler <laughs> so Witowski claims Die Glock was organized under a division of the Waffen SS and operated mainly at facilities in lower Silencia 
Diglock was conceived in early 1942, and active experimentation began in mid-1944. Prisoners from the Cross Rosen concentration camp were supposedly exposed to radiation from Diglock, resulting in many deaths and health problems. Survivors of the camp are alleged to have reported witnessing tests of Diglock reporting a bright bluish light from the object. All right, guys, that was just reading the intro into what this thing, uh, the background of this thing, which we haven't even really gotten to what it is yet. Uh, other than being an experimental Nazi super weapon. It's it's definitely a dense subject. What really speaks to me is that they supposedly did see a bright bluish light, those unfortunate people that were in that concentration camp. But I wonder how like bright and crazy. Do you think it just like filled the sky with blue light? I don't know. I don't know, man. I think I it was know. a ufo if i saw that shit it's interesting too whenever i think of like radiation i think of green but you know that's from comic heard books. purple and blue with <laughs> yeah you yeah. know that's from yeah. the hulk i think like so i don't think that's really scientific research or but. like a fallout ghoul like in the radiated totally you do think of green or red with like a danger that like radiation right you know? so in this case, it was bright bluish light. Well, that kind of makes me think of LED lights, but I, I, I wonder what it was, really. I've also heard it described as possibly purple, too. Supposedly, it it took a lot of power. I'm wondering maybe if it was like plasma type thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. Let's let's get into more of the description before we... Uh, Bullshit uh, anymore. Yeah, let's yeah. Do we, it. Let's do it. All right, so allegedly... An experiment carried out by Third Reich scientists working for the SS in a German facility known as Der Reis, or the Giant. Call of Duty. Near the... the near when, near a mine. Near the Wenzelas mine. I had to try, okay. <laughs> uh, and close to the catch border, Diglock is described as being a device made out of a hard, heavy metal approximately 9 feet wide and 12 to 15 feet high, having a shape similar to that of a large bell. Mm -hmm. According to Cook, this device ostensibly contained two counter-rotating cylinders, which would be filled with a mercury-like substance, violet in color. This metallic liquid was codenamed Zerum 525 and was otherwise cautiously stored in a tall, thin thermos flask a meter high. This is some like element 115 shit. It, yeah, it kind of is. Uh, Witowski postulated Zerum 525 was likely an irradiated form of mercury used in the creation of a form of plasma that was intended as a weapon and or propulsion system and which may have been capable of distorting space time. So, okay, they are talking plasma, but now we're getting into mercury and I know some of the things, uh, conspiracies around this talk about red mercury. That's a tough topic. Did you there. find any red mercury things, Jake, when you were researching I heard this? about it. The podca- few things that I listened to talked about it, but I don't know a ton about it. 
Red Mercury is there's no evidence it had ever existed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Philosopher's Stone. Like the Philosopher's yeah. Stone was of um alchemy. Like red mercury is like the philosopher's stone of chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Maybe it does, but it's kind of like a catch-all mystical, magical, mm-hmm. you know, uh element. One hundred percent. It is a cool like just dope material also don't want to ramble on about this time this too much but the cod zombie shit darice was the first map and then they remade it in a later game and they titled it the giant oh so they really? like totally ripped from the nazi bell which oh, is a, totally. cool, a cool source to go from but i think that's cool i like yeah, it i like it too um yeah all right let's get back into it uh additional substances said to be employed in the experiments referred to as like metal or light metal included thorium and beryllium peroxides cook describes diglock as emitting strong radiation when activated an effect that supposedly led to the death of several unarmed scientists and various plant and animal test subjects based upon certain external indications. Witowski states that the ruins of a metal framework in the vicinity of the Wenceslas mine, uh, the Henge, may have once served as test rig for an experiment in anti-gravity propulsion generated with Diglock. Others, however, dismissed the derelict structure as simply being a conventional industrial cooling tower. I like that sentence a lot because you get the two sides there. Yeah, you get both sides Some there. people think it was just a cooling tower. Other people think that, I believe I read that it was, the hinge was used as like a tether point. For, yeah, like they had it chained mm-hmm. there in all Kinda sides. keep it contained maybe. So when would... they powered it up and it started levitating, it didn't just take off. It mm-hmm. like stayed in that that. They, tried to contain the fucker it is an interesting idea and some of our links have there is uh i can't remember which one but there is a picture of the oh there is a picture yeah yeah i saw it you can easily find a picture if you google Mm -hmm. it too but it it is in our references it it's an interesting uh structure for sure yeah so oh i also wanted to comment i like how he said uh you know, it supposedly led to the death of several unarmed scientists. I just thought that was kind of funny. Like, why would they be armed? <laughs> or are we just ref- are we just saying that they they didn't have like lead suits on for the radiation? I would imagine that they didn't understand the terrible effects of radiation as we know nowadays. Right. It's also you know the meme like I'm going to get an X ray and. The doctor walks out. I got to get exposed to this shit. Why don't they get exposed? <laughs> yeah. But it's they just, were just figuring it out. Yeah, they were definitely figuring it out, testing the waters. All right. I'm going to read this last paragraph under the description section. Okay. Um, in his book, Hitler's Suppressed and Still Secret Weapons, Science and Technology, Stephen states that Diglock contained red mercury and describes stories alleging that a concave mirror on top of the device provided the ability to see images from the past during its operation. It's a little okay. freaky deaky. That's where I read the I saw the red mercury thing. Um yeah, so now it lets you see images from the past. I don't fully understand the red mercury thing is red mercury mercury like is it red straight up yep because it looks like mercury but it's red because they were saying that there was a purple like 
liquid inside the cylinders. That was the, the Zerum. That was the five twenty five. That was like a plasma like serum. So or a form of plasma. Maybe they were used together. Or this whole red mercury thing is bullshit. Or I don't understand how it can be a metallic liquid and plasma like. Those contradict each other, right? Right there. Yes. Either it's a metallic liquid or it's plasma. Plasma isn't a liquid. You can't. It's plasma. Yeah. It's like energy almost. As far as I know, though, plasma is also kind of its own thing, and it's a little... It is its own, yeah, it's its, it's own, its own kinda, state of matter. Mm -hmm. So either this is bullshit, or this is people who aren't scientists trying to explain a scientific thing. You know, you could right? be right there, but I also feel like there is a lot of anomalies in chemistry that are still trying to figure out. Like, I don't want to get too tinfoil hatty, but like Bob Lazar talked about the element 115 and how... They couldn't even like keep it. I to, think I know what you're saying, you know, but I but a chemist, still, yeah, a chemist still wouldn't have made that mistake. It's yeah. he wouldn't have called it a metallic liquid and a plasma. He wouldn't have called it, you know, a plasma like I don't know or maybe what's a different form of plasma that doesn't even make sense. All I would say is whatever. If this Nazi belt is real, it is being powered or fed by something fucking weird so i can correct kind of buy it but it is kind of contradictory little little weird like how yeah. you're saying to be fair though maybe this is just non a, a journalist or non-scientific journalist trying to explain something scientific mm -hmm. so maybe it, it's just a lack of uh knowledge on how to describe what they're seeing that that's the fairest i can be about it sounds very plausible to me um but yeah it's so it's powered by something mysterious. They're calling it zero five twenty five. They're also calling it red mercury. Mm -hmm. So to me, that throws up red flags. But it, it's interesting. It's tough how to how know, would man. you? So let's talk about though what how it was saying it worked. So it's a bell mm -hmm. with like another bell inside of it that they both spin opposite of each other, as and that creates an anti gravitational I effect. Know. Is that what you got out of it? There is supposedly two cylinder-like objects inside it that spin opposite of each other, creating... Okay, so it mm -hmm. has a bell, and then it has two, two cylinders inside, inside of it that spin opposite. Okay, and you, so the bell's yeah. like the housing. Yes, the way I wrote it down is it utilized two high-speed counter-rotating cylinders filled with a purple metallic-looking substance, like you said. And I would assume from that it generated something super powerful where they had to build, like we said before, a hench, if you know, if we're believing this shit, to kind of contain it, to tether it. It was so powerful. And how you were saying earlier, it it consumed like an insane amount of electricity or whatever, oh, generated man. like an insane amount of power. You know, it kind of, um, it's reminding me of the... Ancient Indian, I think they're called the Vimanas. Okay, I'm not familiar. I, I might have to, sorry if I messed that up. I, I should have researched that for this. Um, I didn't make that connection until now. But they were ancient flying structures that were supposedly powered by mercury that when energized would cause rotation. We talking mercury or red mercury? No, we're talking mercury. <laughs> we're talking regular. We're talking okay. mercury right. here. Uh, so... It would be interesting. I mean, if they did find a way to alter the structure of mercury and somehow make it, you know, 
give it properties that benefited a rotation. Um, I could, in my little pea brain, I could imagine that as feasible. If they somehow could alter it to make it, uh, you know, to make it react to a electrical field better, I, I don't know. But um, even if they didn't, regular mercury, if you put it in like a bowl and you like a steel bowl and you energize that bowl with electricity, it will start spinning. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if if um, they kind of took some inspiration from those old ancient Indian, I'm pretty sure they were okay. called Vimanas. Um, let me uh, double check that. And okay. maybe, Jake, you go into some details. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double in, check that real quick. I'm going to get into a couple theories of what the hell happened to this nazi bell one of the first ones i it's super obvious you if you research this there's going to be a website that talks about it but as we referenced it earlier maybe the americans or the russians got their hands on the bell via operation paperclip uh operation paperclip as we know scientists they were kind of split up you know the russians got some we got some maybe one of us got the bell i don't know i think it's fun to think about did you find any info on that I did. I did. I'm going to make this last comment. Okay. We'll and now I'm interested it. in what you're saying. No, you're so, um, yes, it is. They're the Vedic Vimanas from India. Um, and it looks like that they are the mod- modern day scientists there in India are researching them and the supposed designs that, yes, they do use mercury and electricity. Hey, that's, fucking, so, that's fucking awesome, man. That was good to make that connection. It, it's called a mercury vortex engine. Okay, that, that sounds dope. That does create anti-gravitational effects, supposedly. Okay. So, you know, to make, like they were uh, the author earlier, which one was that? Was that Nick Cook, I think, made? He was the one that re, like, kind of re-released the book. But yeah, but he's the one who made the connection to a cult, right? Yes. So yes. it kind of would be kind of a, a cult uh, connection. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now back to what you were saying. So the first one I was talking about, maybe where did it yeah, end up? Maybe the Americans or the Russians got it via Operation Paperclip. Didn't Witowski say the Russians have it? Uh, I don't want to misquote don't, him. I don't believe I remember hearing that, but maybe. I, I mean, it's possible. Yeah, I don't want to misquote him. Mm-hmm. Maybe another thing that I thought of is the as we were saying earlier with Argentina, maybe the Nazis who fled. Maybe took the bell with them. I think that's just as valid as the other theory. And then the more obvious one to me, if this one was real. Am I a little too loud? You're good. (laughs) The bell maybe could have been destroyed or sealed in a mine or a chasm, which I think is just as plausible. Mm -hmm. And there's also the other ones. Maybe the Nazi bell didn't exist at all. Maybe it did exist or it, but it didn't work worth a shit. Who is really to know? I think every theory is as valid as the other. And then the more tinfoil hatty one I said is maybe it ended up in Antarctica in that <laughs> in that Nazi base. Uh, I don't think it did. I don't think so either, but I just thought it was a fun connection. I think if anything, it was um, they maybe researched other things they found or I think one theory was that there was like a UFO crash and they were trying to, um, uh, what's, what's the word for that? They were trying to, uh, reverse engineer it. Yes. They were trying to reverse engineer it. 
Maybe, or maybe it was like uh, the Vimanas, they were finding those ancient um, kind of engineer designs and they were trying to make a modern version of them. Mm-hmm. I find that very likely because they were, the Nazis were very into those things. Any type of occult things or Aliens. ancient mythologies about things, they they had no um, they they had no uh, woo woo. Nothing was woo woo to them to where they weren't going to look into it. You know, they would look into far out stuff and see what they could find. It seemed like they you were o- they were open minded and that kind of thing. They were very open minded. Whereas their politics were <laughs> not open minded at all. Which that's is hilarious. That's true. That's you know? a good. Com- that's a good. Uh, yeah, good observation. Um, so yeah, I I I find it uh, very likely that they were looking into those ancient Indian vimanas and they were like, hey, we're gonna we can we can make this. Let's mm-hmm. make it happen. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's made that connection, but it makes a lot of sense to me it's, now. It's definitely plausible to me. I, um, I mean, it's the Nazis, dude. So, like you, you were already talking about it. I'm going to read. I had one paragraph on the whereabouts. Okay. Witowski stated that Diglock ended up in a Nazi-friendly South American country. There See, I was wrong yep. already. He said it was in South America. Um Cook, on the other hand, states that it was moved to the United States as part of a deal made with SS General Hans Kemmler. Farrell stated that it was recovered as part of the Kecksburg UFO incident. This last theory was dramatized in the 2009 by the Discovery Channel and again in 2011 by the History Channel's Ancient Alien Seri- oh, Ancient Aliens said it. Yeah. It's definitely true. Yeah. Uh, I, of course they had to cover that shit, man. A side note, we got to cover the Kecksburg UFO incident at one I, point. I've heard a few things about it. But um, to stay on topic, I'm going to go with with, with uh, Wachowski on just because he seems like the authority on the Nazi bell. If he says that he thinks it went to South America, I'm, I'm going with him. You're going with that? I'm going to go with him. If it existed... Uh, it's there. Mm-hmm. I'm going with that one. You know what I think? I think the U.S. has it. Yeah, that that's my little. Obviously, I don't know it all, but that is what I subscribe to: is that we have it, or that it doesn't fucking exist at all. Mm. But it's fun to think about. It is crazy how the reptilians have it in <laughs> yeah, Hollow man. Earth. Yeah, the Hollow. It, it's in the Earth somewhere. It's in Hollow Earth, the reptilians have mm-hmm. it. It is a cool. And they use it as a fondue fountain. <laughs> a fountain, that's what they're using a that fondue shit. fondue fountain. And it's like the dopest. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. It's an interesting subject. Uh, I'm sorry we don't have more factual things to give you guys, but um, uh, that's that's all we got about it is uh, speculation and what Watowski mm-hmm. found. So... Um, if Watowski comes out with another book with more facts, we will do a follow-up. 100%. Right? If there is more developments with this, this whole topic is just so fucking cool to me. Anti-gravity possible super weapon. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. And man. I know he covers some other super weapons, which we might bring up at another time, too. Okay. Um, I have no doubt that the Nazis were doing all kinds of experiments into things. So, to me... Uh, I find it very plausible that the bell existed. What do you What do you think? I this is where I'm going to agree with you here. I find it very plausible as well. Um, how it worked and what it was actually capable of, 
I think that's where the facts get a little muddy. It gets pretty tough there. But it's hard um, to know, man. I don't think it's impossible. The one piece of evidence that really hooked me is the people, the survivors of that concentration camp who claim to see the a massive amount of light in the sky and yeah, the henge and the cooling tower and who knows something man. was going on there. Something for sure. Some, whether it was the bell or something else, some fuck shit was going on there. Yeah, whether it was a bell or they were just incinerating people. <laughs> oh God! Dude. Not that they would. Not that the Nazis using, would do that. Using that to, to power <laughs> yeah. the bell. Oh man, that would be <laughs> terrible. That's like their fucking. Oh my God. So yeah, um, I th- I think that's all I got to say about the bell. What about you? I, I'm pretty tapped out, man. This was a fun one though. Um, yeah, guys, if you like it, drop us some comments. If we missed anything, and uh, as always, check out our merch store. Um, but yeah, until next time, uh, this is Red. This is Jake. Thanks for listening. See you.